Oh, so you're reminding me. I'll get to this now. I'll talk about this now. So I, I got kind of weirdly stuck in Eve, where I kind of messed up my character progression. So I had to just straight restart the character. And I'm like, I'm remaking. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna spend a little more time with the character creator this time. I'm gonna do a female character in a totally different faction because reasons. And you like the way you manipulate the character models. You like grab the face and pull it around. And just like for a second, I'm like. I wonder if I can grab her ass and make it bigger. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, you can in this game, apparently. That is... I don't know how I feel about that in Aussie, where it's like, I, I kind of like sliders now. Like This feels way less pervy. I'm like, okay, what else can I grab to mess with? And you can like grab muscle structure and move it around. So I'm like, how busty can I make this character? And how, like... Fake porn star tits that never move. Can I make these things up? And the answer is comically. But it's all done by just the dragging of, of muscle mass. And I'm like, this is super uncomfortable. Hope the girlfriend doesn't come home during this. Because, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, definitely not fondling digital boobs. Definitely no. not doing that to make them bigger. No, I'm, I'm customizing my character to really get into the immersion of the story. That's what I'm doing. I mean, it just so happens I'm playing with the breast slider, but come on. Oh no, that's the issue. There's no breast slider. It's literally your mouse, like your mouse is grabbing the chest oh. and moving it about to make them bigger. It's like, okay, from this angle, it's pull them out to make them bigger, and from this angle, it's like push them up. Oh, that's gonna be even better then. Yep. <laughs> Eve, you're even a hell of a better. game. <laughs> Thank you, developers of that game. Thank you. Yeah, I. Like, I need to feel like more of a perv than a character creator. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 60. Woo! 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 There's no Jack this week. No, oh, well, don't give it away just yet. We're going to pretend Jeff is here, and I was going to make his voice for a while. Like. You joke, but I actually contemplated trying to, like, do the <laughs> intro via, like, splice together Jeff's sound clips, and that was too much work. Yeah, just like, oh, Jeff, so what do you think? Uh, I like butts. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have that audio clip of him being like, I need the food talk to get maintain an erection, so. There you go. <laughs> I have way worse stuff than I like butts. Jeff. Well, that'd be to start. Like, it'd be irrelevant to the conversation, but it's just funny. And then later on, we can have him say other things. That would be like, uh, I need to talk about food to get an erection. Like, uh, what, Jeff? That has nothing to do with this topic. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> exactly. So, well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. But, uh, yes, this is uh, Wicked Awesome Cast episode 60. My name is Maeve. Uh, Maeve Online, otherwise known as... Uh, or and Alex. I join, or Alex. Sometimes as I go by Alex. To in this podcast. Uh, that's my government name. I don't appreciate that. I go by Maeve, okay? You identify as Maeve. I identify as a Maeve, okay? Don't don't hold me down by with society with the government name, okay? Yeah, yeah. My name's just Charlie or Mordak in a variety of gamer tag senses. Because I'm was, not a weirdo. I thought it was Mord4K. It's pronounced Mordak. I hate everyone <laughs> who reads it wrong. Like I, it's, 
it's it has become a fascinating age test of people like, hey, Mord, okay? Mord 4K. Ah, you're fucking like 13. Fuck you. <laughs> we OG gamers remember. Yeah. Well, I, I, I figure with 4K resolution TVs, maybe you're like super ultra deaf or something. I don't know. I... I don't know. I'm fishing. I don't. Here. I, I, so that's the issue. I don't like having a gamer tag that like has picked up meaning as time has gone. It's like, oh, more 4K, like like the TV resolution. I will end you. <laughs> Why would I pick something that stupid? I don't know. There's a lot of dumb names that get picked out yes, there. Yes, yes, there are. I have played with many of them. <laughs> but yeah, so. I'm joined here today by Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, yep. from the online stuff. And unfortunately, there, Jeff is no longer with us today. He's gone. Yeah, don't make it sound like he died or something. <laughs> I was just going to segue like, no, he's just on a road trip. But he's no longer with us today. But he'll be back next week, hopefully. His passing into a short vacation was it yeah. is sleep and painless. Yeah, he was. He, there was no pain. He fell asleep and he woke up in the car, or plane, or whatever he decided to travel in. This is not Maybe a metaphor it, for death. He really is on a road trip. Yeah, he's in a steam car, perhaps, or a steamboat, hanging out with a guy named Steamboat Willie. Oh, we're, I keep trying to take it away from death, and you keep bringing it back to like obvious metaphors for death, like boarding the steamboat, getting on the ferry to nowhere, going <laughs> on that road trip, the final drive, taking a dirt nap. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he made sure he took two coins for penance to uh, pay. The uh, It's not penance, it's boat it's fare. The, it's boat fare, yes, to cross the River Styx, right? Yes. There you go. So he's currently crossing the River Styx. Uh... Which I think is the name of the highway he's on. I don't know. But yeah, so he'll be back next Jeff week. Jeff isn't dead, I promise. <laughs> he's not dead. Disclaimer, he is not dead. Jeff is, I think, alive and well as of this podcast recording. He is probably uh, somewhere between North Carolina and Massachusetts. So Go he's in America. Yeah. He's in America. So he did the... I made him do the um, YouTube teaser for this week, having no idea what we talked about on the podcast. And he did it way before we recorded, so I'm like, fucking yes. This is exactly <laughs> what we deserve. Yes, this is what happens when we plan. Perfect. Yes. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, we will miss out on the clever names that uh, Jeff comes up with every week and uh, all the other stuff he adds to the table. So... He will be sorely missed this week. Man, I only have to tune out one level of suck now. I'm looking at you, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> I never claimed to not suck. You chose to bring me on this uh, podcast. Yeah, he'll be back next week, assuming there's a podcast next week, because I am on the road next week for work. So we'll see if what we do for recording, it will be interesting. It may be another preamble podcast so soon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll make sure Jeff tells us about his rompers. So that'll be fun. Okay, what the fuck is up with those rompers? I, <laughs> I keep seeing stuff about them, and I'm afraid to Google it, because... Okay, okay, so rompers are... Uh, it's like this all-in-one... It's like a onesie, but it's not I know like... what a fucking romper is. Why are they suddenly in? Because dudes are wearing them now. 
That's why. Because, like, it's always been, like, a tire that a chick wears, but all of a sudden, dudes are rocking rompers. And you know what they're calling them? I don't want to know, but I suspect you're going to tell me anyway. Romp hymns. So you have romp hers and romp his. It's time to round up anyone who thought that was a good uh, idea and shoot them. Romp hers times. and romp, romp him. Uh. There you go. Yep. So keep in mind, this judgment being passed by the guy who bought a $10 fucking fidget spinner. Yeah, but I didn't call it a... I... <laughs> oh, that makes me so fucking angry. <laughs> I... Rompers shouldn't exist for women. They're terrible clothing in the first place. They shouldn't have made the jump to men, and we shouldn't feel the urge to rename that shit. Well, it's too late, Charlie. It's been done. You can't control what the world does like that. It's Kanye West's fault, isn't it? Kanye West single-handedly brought back the hobo attire look. Like, have you seen the stuff he was putting out for his clothing line? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, like, what the... Bro, what is that? And then you have, like, well, it's also funny because apparently, uh, I guess it's part of a probation a long time ago or something, he taught fashion classes at L.A. Uh, Trade Technical College or whatever. He was an, he was an uh, inspector. Of it was part it of his community service. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Roppers, uh, I believe I'm waiting for my... Uh, Wicked Awesome Cast slash Something Wicked Studios branded romper that I can wear? Oh, no such thing will happen. No? Are we not also coming out with the Something Wicked Studios slash Wicked Awesome Cast uh, branded fidget spinners? No. Well, can I get some stickers? We are actually out of stickers currently. Oh my god, Charlie. I can't work under these conditions, dude. I, I'm working on all of this stuff. <laughs> In theory, we should have some new stuff to wear and some new stickers. They're actually going to be nice vinyl stickers this time now, too, so they can withstand some rain. She can put them on cars and shit, but... Nice. We're going through a mild rebranding effort. Ah. And by that, that I mean I have money to buy better stuff now than I did when we last time around, like... When we bought all that stuff initially, I was between jobs, and it was like, okay, what can I get a thousand of for dirt cheap? These. Guess we're getting those. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, I look forward to seeing what the new brand looks like. Uh, it's more or less the same. It's just it's a little cleaner. A little cleaner, a little more updated, a little more modern. A little more uh, romper friendly, because it'll go right on the uh, the back of the romper. I have to go Google a romp him now so I can make you a fucking <laughs> SWS branded one. <laughs> and I will gladly wear it with my uh, Heelys. I know. That's the issue. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine I roll up to go record at some point and then I show up in my Heelys wearing my Something Wicked Studios romper? Yeah, that's how I beat you to death with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and then next week on the podcast, no... Maeve really died. Like, we beat him to death. He thought it was funny to show up and to romp him, and we beat Dude, him to death. Dude, I would record that ass whooping. <laughs> uh. We're starting a new channel. People get knocked the fuck out for doing stupid <laughs> ass shit. Uh, coming soon. Uh, yep. do, some, do stupid shit, get knocked the fuck out. Cast. 
We'll, we'll see how that one goes. This is what we're like without Jeff, aimless and adrift, just in a sea of physical violence, threats, and talk about modern pop fashion appealing to the youths. Yeah, Jeff, gone too soon. We need our old man back, who's the youngest one on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, he just—he he left us too soon to go on vacation and come back. We really need to stop saying things that make us <laughs> like died. We really need to stop doing that. Because I do, I, I know he didn't die, as far as I know. But you keep saying shit, and I'm like, wait, did Jeff die? No, he's he's alive and well in our hearts, and on the road somewhere. What have you been up to since the last podcast to get us away from all this? Um, let's see. So, uh, just playing more. I know the I'm wrapping up the season of uh, Overwatch competitive this season, and it's kind of just I'm stuck. So, at least I'm not drowning more in Elo Hell. It's kind of nice, but I'm just kind of stuck there. Uh, got a chance to jump in some more WoW stuff and raiding. Maybe actually starting to do some heroic stuff, which is nice. Um, I originally, and according to the last podcast, I was originally going to do my 31-hour stream this past Saturday, but I didn't realize that it would feed right into Mother's Day, which would not necessarily work out. So I decided to move it to the last weekend of the month, which should be the 27th. So So not the past weekend after the podcast goes up, but the upcoming one of that week. Yeah, there you go. Cool. So... Yeah, May 27th. They're, it's leading right into Memorial Day weekend, so I've got no conflict issues as far as calendar stuff goes. No mom to disappoint because it's Mother's Day instead of uh, me playing video games day. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, um, I started checking out... What was it? There was a game on my Steam account that I was looking at recently. Uh, I can't remember it all off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Probably ukulele. I know I got it installed recently. At some point, I want to jump into it. So, uh, happy about that. Sure. And then, uh, started picking up Legend of Zelda again, briefly, but not too much. Again, like, when you get hooked on the game, like, WoW and Overwatch, it's hard to kind of break out, so... Yeah, it's... Their their big time sucks at that point. Yeah. Especially when you get into the rating scene. So, for me, it's like, I'm really stuck in that. And don't get me wrong, not stuck in a bad way. I mean, I enjoy it, but, you know... It leaves little time no, for other games. No, it's like back when I was super into Destiny, where it's like, okay, I gotta get this stuff done this week so I can go raid on like weekly reset day. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I have my busy days, I have my off days, like I schedule. It's like, okay, so Tuesday, that's nightfall, and then a raid or two if I'm lucky, but definitely the nightfall. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh Pretty much that, that that's pretty much what it's been. Uh, hasn't been too much going on. Uh, my dog's recovering well from surgery. If anybody was wondering, she did get uh, spayed recently. So I know I think at one point during the week she was kind of loopy because she was on the meds. But she's doing really well. She's recovering like like a black lab does. She's, uh, she's interesting because she's just super derpy. And I really like her. And I was worried because when she's super derpy, she's super hyper. And I didn't want her to rip any stitches and whatnot, but she's doing all right. So Glad to hear uh, it. Yeah. But uh, other than that, you know, life is good. Mandy is doing great. We're, I'm doing great, you know. Can't complain. Nice. How about you, Charlie? How was uh, 
I have had a fucking weird ass week since our last podcast recording. I I beat Persona Five. I I've, I'm free. It's done. It's over. I I put on my grinding pants and ground for an hour. Stupid over leveled my characters and then like rolled up on that final boss and. It was this weird tipping point where it's like, okay, I wasn't quite powerful enough to begin with, but then once my grinding instinct kicked in, I became powerful where it's like, okay, this is now actually too easy because I'm now like 20 levels higher than where I was 10 seconds ago kind of situation. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Persona 5, I'm done with it. I, It's weird. I beat it at like midnight. I'm like, it's over. I'm done. I got the ending. I got the good ending. Apparently there's a couple bad endings you can get. Or I got the mm-hmm. true ending air quotations. And I'm like, oh, it's it's done. I'm free. I wonder what New Game Plus is like. So I played about an hour of that. And I'm like, no, this this needs to end for now. I Part of me really suspects that like um, Persona 4 Golden was essentially like the DLC Game of the Year edition of Persona 4 that came out in an era before we had the concept of DLC really. So part of me is kind of convinced we're going to get, like, I don't know, Persona 5 Ultimate Edition at some point or something. Like, it feels... There's stuff in that game they could add stuff to. Or they could, like, add more voice acting or something. There's some rough edges they could polish off in a Game of the Year version kind of situation that I hope they do. And at the same time, it's kind of a, yeah, I... I, I will not replay this for a little while in hopes that happens because a little more would be nice. Mm-hmm. Especially because the way New Game Plus works is you start off with all your gear and a bunch of other stuff. So it's like, hey, all this stuff you were doing previously no longer fucking matters. At all. Hmm. Yeah, no, the, uh, I know you were pretty hooked on it. That, uh, yeah. that Persona 5 does, and I'm like, I don't think you're done with it because isn't there a new game plus? There is a new game plus. Yes, I I I I touched it. It's it's a bet it's How do I describe Persona New Game Plus without kind of I it basically you literally take the character you had at the end of the game and start the game over. So if I finished off at like level 80 or something, I think, that means starting off the game I'm level 80, which means like, the majority of the dungeons that in that game are now just trivial. Mm. And on top of that, I have all of my gear, I have all of my money, and while my social links or confidant ranks don't remain the same, they if I, if I max them out, I have items that now will help me, like, power level through all that shit, so I can get that confidant level back super high really quick, which means I can... Essentially, New Game Plus exists, and you can have a like, air quotations, more well-rounded playthrough, like, um, all your social stats carry over. So I have maxed out all of that stuff, so any of the kind of roadblocks that happen in that game that say, like, hey, you have to have maxed out guts for this or something, I have, so I can just do it immediately. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like, the, the way I typically play Persona games, and it's not that many, it's basically, it's play the Persona on normal, because it's hard, it's challenging then, then go back with my New Game Plus character and then play it on, like, easy or very easy. So it's like, no, I want to be able to pick apart the story now. I don't want to care about the combat. Yeah. 
I did that playthrough. Oh, cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, yes. I know at some point you're going to dive more into the... Because you want to see what's available in New Game Plus, or are you just pretty content with where you're at with Persona 5? I, for now, I'm good, I think. Like, it's... Uh, because we're playing Persona 4, I'm getting that Persona itch scratched where it's... Like, it's it's weird. It's been long enough since I played all the way through Persona 4 that I've forgotten a bunch of the stuff. I know, like, I know, I know the major beats that happen and how some of the stuff works, but as a result, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm playing Persona 4 again. Again, this is kind of cool, and... This is, it, it's going to sound really weird. Persona, in so many ways, is best enjoyed. Like, don't get me wrong. Playing the games is fucking awesome. But like as a group experience of, I know what's going on, but you don't. So I get, to I get the added bonus of, like, holy shit, what's going on? And I get to have, I know what's going on. And yes, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, it's, it's really weird. Persona Let's Plays are some of the few I get really into. Because there's something just incredibly enjoyable, especially the blind ones, where it's like, no, no, I know how all this turns out, but every like, th th there's certain things that everyone kind of lines up with eventually. Like everyone calls Yosuke um, Broske in Persona Four eventually. And like I do. On the yeah. Last recording. Oh no, we've gotten a bunch of comments about how it's like everyone calls him Broske, and I'm like, yes, everyone does eventually, but normally <laughs> it takes a little couple more, like, dungeons to get there. Like, it's this, it's this where you find your way to certain, like, weirdly holistic and naturally occurring community things. Uh. Yeah, no, it's, it, playing Persona 4 with you is scratching my Persona itch, and the reality is, I'm really convinced there's going to be more content for Persona 5 at some point. So for now, it's like, nah, just don't touch it. Why? You don't want to burn yourself out before there's actually more to do. Or, like, maybe wait till the summer doldrums and then, like, play through on easy. Hmm. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be fun to dive into it. And then, of course, when you're already maxed out and all that. Yes. Unless you're starting a new, new game. I don't think I'd do that to myself. It's, I I love the Persona franchise. I thought Pers Persona Five is like easily on the like short list of Game of the Year contenders for me kind of situations. Wow! But at the same time, like it's Atlas's comment that it's a story driven game that like doesn't necessarily have all the replay value. Uh, uh, other games might have is absolutely true. I want, I want to let it sit for a little while. I want to, go, I want to be able to go back to it and have forgotten a couple things, I guess. Hmm. And like, it's cool because like it's it's a mystery. So the second time around, you get to keep track of like all the times the game had like just giant fuck off. Like, hey, here's a hint that you won't catch till New Game Plus. Oh, that's terrible. No, it's it's kind of cool because they they spell them out at the end of the game. For it's like, hey, here's some shit that like you thought was some inane dialogue or just like a bullshit sequence that was mm. super important. Like, I, it's a, a minor spoiler, I guess. A, a bunch of people are fucking morons for how pissed off they got about Igor's voice. Mm. Like everything in that game has a reason. Igor is the guy inside the limo, right? Yeah, and public knowledge is there's a new voice actor. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's little things. Okay, that makes sense. 
but because I wasn't playing Persona 5, I played a fuck ton of other games somehow. Wait, somehow? Or did you just finish Persona early? I got like, I'm so like, if we record on Wednesdays, this week we're recording on Thursday, but we'll get to that later. Like, I think I finished Persona 5 on Friday, so I then had all of the weekend and like my late night gaming sessions to play a fuck ton of other stuff somehow. Nice. Yeah. You were able to escape the curse of the uh, the current game sandbox. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, I, it's I played some weird stuff. I every couple of months I try getting back into Eve, and it always fails. Like, cause that game is impenetrable for me. But like, part of me is really into the idea of becoming an Eve player and. Every time I try, I get like a, I chip away a little bit at the impenetrable wall. I eventually just go, "Fuck it, I'm out," and throw my hands up and storm off. And I, partially, it's because I keep having situations where, like, the game will tell me to go do something, and I'll try and go do that, and I just literally can't do it. It's like, "Hey, fly your ship over there." I'm flying my ship over there. Oh, you're stuck on geometry, and there's no obvious way to fix this. Yeah. But because of that, I also loaded, I fired up Star Citizen, the the alpha access I have, because it's been a weird week, and flying around my starship in that game makes me feel better, even though you can't do shit, really. But it's kind of fun to be like, ah, yes, I'll be taking that starship out today. Hmm. Starships are the sports cars of the future. Are they? Yes, ah. they are. Because you know what's better than having one starship? What's better than having one starship? Having a whole goddamn hangar of them. Jeez. You would. Yep, you would. They're, they're fun. I, <laughs> I, I like them. But, nice. yeah, it's a, in relevant gaming news, I played the, the new game that came out the week of recording this, a game called The Surge, which is essentially Dark Souls in space. But not as good as Dark Souls, and I don't like it. The controls are weird. Hmm. I had to remap an uncomfortable amount of it to make a controller work on my PC, and even then, like, little things, like you don't start the game off with a dodge, and your block, you can't move while blocking, which I did not like. I, it's, it's, it's really weird, because on one hand... I'm kind of intrigued because it's like you have this like mech armor thing and that's how mm. the game works. You're powering that up, adding augments to it and shit. And it's got a kind of a fucking awesome little psych out moment at the beginning of the game and the scene of like the system malfunctioning and like them attaching the exoframe to you and you don't get anesthesia. So you're like bleeding out through the like putting bolts in your bones and shit like that. It's kind of cool. Like the world of that game and the story is kind of awesome. Mm hmm. But the second-to-second second gameplay, like, uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne and games like it are frustrating as hell, but I find them, like, deeply fun to play because the second-to-second second gameplay is like, yeah! This one's, mm -hmm. like, yeah. 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 It's got some cool stuff, though. Like, you get upgrades by, like, slicing specific parts off of enemies and shit like that. You can target specific appendages like heads and arms and shit which is cool but 
I, I don't know. I think, like the, the the game relies too heavily on it. If you're looking for something for a Dark Souls itch, I suspect this will get you there. But as like not the hardest Souls fan, even I was going like, "Eh, this is cool and all, but no." Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, I don't have too much experience with that one. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, the game looks pretty. It's it's got some cool moments, but yeah. But yeah. because all of this, I have come full circle, and I'm now working through the games I had to abandon, kind of in that mad dash that was last month, and I am playing Horizon Zero Dawn again, and this is my first playing Horizon Zero Dawn since I got a PlayStation 4 Pro, and holy shit! Oh, does it look that much better on there, or...? So it's got, it's got two settings. It's got performance mode, and it's got, um, like, super resolution mode. I've been playing in performance mode because I want that silky smooth 60 frames a second, which... Of course. Yeah, but you know, I initially had it set to, like, stupid graphic mode, and if it hadn't been for the HUD and the fact that I was, like, hunting giant robot dinosaurs, you could have told me that was real life. Really? Like, that game is already, like, stupid pretty on a normal PS4, that on, like, the pro graphic booster setting, it's like, oh, this is... Mm. Yeah, no, the, the game normally, from what I've seen and the little stuff we got to play, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, I, I can only imagine, like, what it's going to look like with those graphics turned on. Yeah. I'm sure at some point we'll see it, but, uh, yeah, I mean... No, and, and, like, for reference, I don't have a 4K TV. I'm still talking about normal HD TV stuff. Like, I could enable 4K mode on this... And then it would be like, this is real life now. I, I, I hunt dinosaurs in real life. <laughs> I need to be afraid. But, yeah, no, that game is... That, that game is... I, I never forgot how awesome I thought that game was. But, like, an hour after getting back into it, I'm like, man, this game was pre is pretty fucking awesome. Like, that is another game on the short list for Game of the Year from Charlie contenders like that's that and persona 5 are this year's like out in front like hey we're the best shit so far mm -hmm. well that is until destiny 2 yeah i i don't know like I, it's even the year destiny came out i couldn't justify destiny as my game of the year because like was it the game i played the most absolutely fucking lootly did i think it was the best game that came out that year no it was just the game I enjoyed the most, kind of like no, like better games came out that year. Mm. Did not change the fact that was the game. It's like no, I put like five hundred hours into that game the first year it was out. Yup, like yeah, that uh, that makes sense. I mean, you can enjoy the game, but it's like me in Matrix Online when I bring that up, and you're always like, oh, that game. But like, no, I love that game personally. I mean, it's not winning any awards now or ever. And it was pretty bad as far as, like, you know, development support and all that stuff. But for what it had, it was remarkably beautiful, the game. Yeah, like, it's I, the, the comparison I would kind of use is, like, this is kind of why I get mad at Overwatch with some frequency. Overwatch is a good game in my book. I don't think it deserved the level of... Like, but that game has some glaring shortcomings, in my opinion. And, like, the, the fact that people are like, oh, it's a perfect game... It has no story mode. It doesn't need a story mode. Then why does it cost $60? Like, it, you can get into some weird conversations. Like, it's the, 
a game of the year shouldn't be like the game you played the most in many ways. It should be the game you thought was the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it doesn't hurt that you know it could be both. Yeah, and it, it very I mean, well could be like Destiny Two could be like that good, and I could be like, man, I wanted to give it to Persona Five or Horizon Zero Dawn, but you know, Destiny Two, bitches. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to pick it up when it comes out, and I'm going to get, like, the collector's edition, or not collector's, but, like, the uh, the digital deluxe yeah. edition, I guess, whatever, because you can't pre-order that yet. But yes, you can. The digital deluxe? You totally can. Oh. Well, you have to give me a link for that, because last time I went to DestinyTheGame.com and could not do it. Amazon has it. Oh, really? Yep, as does PlayStation Network. Well, time to do some searching. Yep. No, I, I have them both all pre-ordered. I I bit the bullet this time around. I'm like, nope, the PlayStation version's being a digital download, so I never have to take that disc out of the game, out of the system. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the weirdest threat, actually, for a while with the first Destiny game. Like, the first year it was out, you had these people being like, yeah, I keep buying new video games, and Destiny hasn't left the PS4 in, like, six months. <laughs> I'll get to this shit eventually. But it's like the Steam sales that they have, like the Steam Summer Sale, which is actually coming out sometime soon. Uh, it's the same thing. I buy a ton of games I never play. Yeah, and maybe that's where I don't... The, the Summer Sale appeals to me less, is that like I either only buy stuff I've played and now want in a digital format on PC, or it's like, no, I want to play that. I just refuse to pay full price for it. Mm. Well, okay. But, yeah, I'm playing lots of Horizon Zero Dawn right now. That game is really fucking good. Like, if you own a PS4, you should own that game, maybe. Yeah. Well, I still gotta work my way through the Kingdom Hearts one that I just got, and I also then need to get the... Uh, what was it? You guys keep talking about it. Not Persona, because I'm playing that now. Uh, Nier? There it is, Nier. I... Pff, Nier's next on my list. Like, I... I would probably say do Horizon before Near. Really? Oh. I, I, I Near is a fantastically awesome game. I, I, I love the hell out of Near Automata. It is not as good as Persona Five. It is not as good as Horizon Zero Dawn is. Like that. that don't get me wrong. That game is cool as hell. Like that. That, that is a. That is a video game people over the age of 20 deserve in so many kind of weird, like, philosophical ways. Mm-hmm. But I so is Horizon Zero Dawn, and so is Persona 5. Like, I, it's nears easier to talk about because it's... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is you're hunting giant fucking mechas in an open world. It's like, well, what do you do in it? You hunt mecha. What else? Uh, you... There's a story that justifies your hunting of Mecha. Is it a good story? I don't know. I haven't progressed it much because I've been out hunting those Mecha. <laughs> Where Nier's story is fantastically well done and very pivotable. It's, it's, it's exceedingly important to what that game is. Like It's kind of like the Platinum Combat is great in that game, but you're, you're not sitting there going like, yeah, this is better than Bayonetta 2. It's like, no, this is completely awesome. But man, this writing, mm-hmm. this design, fuck. <laughs> but 
But yeah, on, on top of all of that, like uh, me and my girlfriend had a weird date day. Of we went to a parrot show because both me and my girlfriend are sociopaths that believe in owning birds because bird people are the worst as this podcast is established and I am definitely one of them and because we understand themes we then went to the so uh there's the medieval times in LA or near LA it's down by um Disneyland and Orange County and all that fun stuff and next to it is the pirate adventure restaurant which is like medieval times but with pirates. Yeah, the one and only pirate show restaurant. Of no, course. there's two. There's one, uh, the, they're, the same people also own one by the other Disneyland or Disney Park in the U.S. Really? There's, there's another one out there? There's one in Florida. Of course, Florida. Yep. I think that's the original one, or like that one's existence justifies this one's existence. I don't know. It's not... Uh, it's... It's not a great place. I drank a sexy lady legs worth of alcohol, though. Like, literally, they served it to me in a sexy lady legs. So, <laughs> yeah. Just I've, add that to the list of things you've had a drink from. Yeah, I've, I've drunk a boat. I've drunk a boot. I've drunk a shoe. I've drunk a fish tank. I've drunk a, I've drunk a leg now of alcohol. Good work, Charlie. I, I'm not Just proud of this one. Working chain. <laughs> not proud of this one, I don't think. I, but yes, the pirate show is terrible. And if you live in an area that has a similarly like a similar like schlocky, hokey show, for the love of God, go watch it. It's a great way to spend a little bit too much money on shitty food. But it's dumb in a way I really enjoy. Like, I would not recommend if you're in Los Angeles going to the pirate show. But if you live in Los Angeles, eh, maybe you should go to the pirate show once. And only once. Just a tip, just to see how it feels. Yeah, it's it's it is both simultaneously more legit and way worse than you expect it to be. But yeah. Of course. Uh, just out of curiosity though, how many Jack Sparrows were there? Um there were no Jack Sparrows there except kind of Every pirate that's in the cast is kind of Jack Sparrow. Like, they're not confused who's popular and who's not. Oh, okay. As much as that does or doesn't make sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I get you. But, yeah. Weird pirate-filled weekend and stuff. I've... God, that show was terrible. <laughs> I've never well, eaten tomato soup that didn't understand what the hell tomato soup was that badly. Or soup. Did they call it something goofy? Like, no, in the medieval it, times, it, they call it dragon soup. No, this was straight tomato soup. It just had way more stuff in it than tomato soup typically has. Oh. It was no dragon's blood from medieval times. That's right, they call it dragon's blood. I forget. Or something like that. I don't know. Very similar operation system to Medieval Times. Like, this was like Medieval Times. If Medieval Times is an A of the di of the of like the dinner theater experience, this was like the B plus. Totally good still, but like, yeah, there's some shortcomings. Ah, well, I definitely wanted to check it out at some point. I think I also texted you though. Like every time I hear from someone, they're always like, "Yeah, the pirate one's not that great." Yeah, no. th that's the fun thing about going. It's like, oh, I'm going to the pirate one. Everyone who lives in our area will go like, oh, I've heard that thing's not great. And 
they're not wrong. They're just like, compared to what is it not great? Like a real restaurant? Yes. Compared to a real restaurant, that place is terrible. Compared to Medieval Times, it's on the same level. Mm. I guess. I don't know. It, it was fun. There was swashbuckling and aerial show and shit like that, so I'm happy. Hmm. Money well wasted. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had you enjoyed yourself there. Yes. We shot last week's uh, teaser in it, so that was kind of the fun part. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that about does it for my week. It's been a lot of making my way back to Horizon Zero Dawn and working stupid overtime lately. So, not a ton of shenanigans I got up to. Yeah. You ready for news, though? Sure. Let's jump right on in. I'm excited about this week's news. (laughs) We got lots of news this week. Oh, and as I let slip earlier, we have rescheduled our recording schedule, partially because Jeff is not available, so we could do some stuff this week. But also because there is a Destiny 2 stream that happened that showed off a bunch of stuff. That will not be in the news. That will be the main topic this week. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Mostly to stop myself from talking about Destiny in the news. Because I want to fucking talk about Destiny. It Hype train activated fucking no breaks. Let's go. <laughs> well, so Far Cry 5 has been officially confirmed. It takes place in Montana, which anything is better than that fucking caveman game. So, okay, yeah. I, You excited for this at all? Not really. Yeah. The last one I was excited about was um, Blood Dragon. Yeah, I, 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 3 was fucking fantastic. Blood Dragon was like the right level of dumb. And for some reason, me and 4 never connected. Although I do have a fantastic Jim story about four, and why he's not allowed to play video games I'm playing. Uh, basically, spoil him or what? Oh, he'll fucking spoil the shit out of them, but not in like a way that makes sense. We're like, so we started we started playing Far Cry Four for a video. I don't think we ever made it because I kind of it was just kind of a shitty thing because it like that. that that game starts off kind of not so great. But then so, like, we're just kind of hanging out afterwards. And he's on fucking YouTube looking up the ending of the game. Why? I don't Why? know. But he's like, hey, you want how it ends? I'm like, no, this happens. I'm like, I told you I didn't want to know. I Four also suffered from the fact that the best ending of that game was caused by you not... By you just sitting there and not going outside and getting the weird, like, hidden ending where the entire thing gets explained to you in the first, like, ten minutes of the game and you realize everyone but the actual bad guy is a fucking monster. What? What? You didn't hear about this? So if you, um, start a Far Cry 4, Pagan Min gets a phone call and he leaves and goes, like, don't go anywhere, I'll be back in, like, five, ten minutes kind of thing. And if you just sit there and wait... Eventually he comes back and he's like, ah, manners, so rare in this modern age, etc., etc. Right, you want to go, you're trying to get to this thing. I'll help you out with this. Like, And they he undoes every mystery in the game and like spells out everything. And it's like, yeah, I, 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 I was super into your mom. Like, spoilers, <laughs> I guess. He's like, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, your, your sister was actually mine. Your dad was kind of this like... 
like was super not a great guy, et cetera, et cetera. Here's what you came to, to here's what you came to Tibet to, to do. Here you go. Let's go hang out and bro out and shoot some guns and shit. Like I'm actually the good guy in this story. Which is the like that game gives you an option to kill pagan men at some point, not kill pagan men. And uh-huh. by that point, I'm like, no, he lives. Why? <laughs> He's the good guy, actually. In a game of, like, comically shitty people, he's actually kind of a good guy in a not-so-great way. Like, he's kind of the bad guy, but he's better than everyone else. Like, the two good guys you've teamed up with are way worse than he is. Ah, so is he a lot like the comedian from The Watchmen? Uh, a little bit. You know what I'm referring to? Yeah, it's... Nah, because the watch... Uh, the, the comedian's just genuinely a bad guy. Like, I guess it's like... Full-on spoilers, I guess. When you have a situation where, like, the two good guys you team up with are... Girl who wants to steer that entire country into, like, being a narco state. Where it's like, hey, we'll fix our economy by just making fucking opium and all that shit. Or her brother who's like, we're going to return to traditional values and all that shit. And that means, like, child brides and no women's rights and all that shit. And then you have pagan men who's like, I'm a drug lord. Hmm. Somehow I'm not as bad as the other two options. Like, I'm aware I'm a criminal. I'm not trying to make this out to be a good guy. Like, eh. Yeah. That's uh, I just it feels it does feel very um, what do you call it, very, the Watchman esque with the comedian, but could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I think the difference being like, the comedian does bad things for the right reasons and shit. Like, Pagan Min's a bad guy in this game, but at the end, it's like, man, you're the guy this country actually deserves. Like, you're kind of making shit better. But you're still human dredge. Mm. Like, this country only works, actually, if it's controlled by a dictator. And the other two options are so much worse than you. Hmm. Like, you just murder people. That, like, it's it's weird where it's like, you're, you're just a homicidal maniac. That's so much better than the alternatives. But, yeah, I I don't care about Far Cry 5. I want I to. I kind of gathered that a bit. <laughs> I, I want to. I, I, I loved, like, I, I thought Far Cry 3 was fucking fantastic. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it's there. Maybe it's there. Maybe there's too many other games that are kind of like the Far Cry games at this point where it's like, eh, we have saturation. Mm. But moving on from that, uh, Sega has announced it's bringing back some of its IPs. In a big way, it's reviving them. What? I. There have been hints at everything from Shinobi to Panzer Dragon to Jet Set Radio to to like Alpha Protocol and shit like that. Like, what I forget frequently is that like Sega has an impressive stable of games that have nothing to do with Sega like first party IP. Like, technically speaking, they're benefiting off Persona Five. They're also the Fantasy Star Online guys. That that's never come to the U.S. and probably never will. But wouldn't it be kind of cool if it did? 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they're behind Vanquish coming to the PS to the PC. So awesome. Yeah, I mean, there is an older one. I forget what it's called. As far as the Sega stuff goes, uh, Kid Chameleon. That sounds like them. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking awesome game. So if they bring that into the mix, I, that'll catch my attention. Yeah. Like, it had a one-time game, and it was cool, and that'll be nice. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be nice to see if they ever do anything with it, because the, the premise was pretty cool. I don't know if you ever played Kid Chameleon. I have not. Ah, so it's basically you this kid, and you're like, you kind of just travel around in adventure, killing bad guys Mario-style, but you gain the attributes of helmets that you find throughout. Um, oh, yeah, I did play this. I did play this yeah. once or twice. Yeah, so, like, at one point, you have, like, a helmet that's, like, a football helmet with spikes on it. Yeah, and you just roll. bash abilities or something. Yeah, and it's dependent on the, the, the costume, so to speak, you're wearing. Yeah, it's a like costume quest. Mm-hmm. So, that would, I'd like to see that. But, you know, we'll see. And then, of course, the unspoken one, which is technically not Mutant Football League. Uh, probably won't be on that list. Probably but, not, because I think the licensing for that might be hell. Like, they've talked about maybe bringing back some of their sports stuff, which could be cool. I, it's a super vague announcement. They're just like, yeah, we're bringing IPs back. Which ones? IPs. Vanquish coming to the PC. That's cool. What about Bayonetta 3? That would be nice to play, too, actually. Yeah, I... I I would love some Bayonetta 3 as someone who's a big fan of Bayonetta 2 and thinks its biggest shortcoming is it's on the wrong fucking console. Mm. Yeah, Bayonetta 3 would be awesome. Yeah. So anybody out there from Sega, you heard it here first. We want a Bayonetta 3. And if you'd like to tell us anything about a Bayonetta 3 update, you can reach us at... (laughs) I'm going to cut you off on this one for totally different reasons of anyone who's played Bayonetta 2 immediately goes... Man, I hope they make a Bayonetta 3. Ah, fine. That game is fucking awesome. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Like, I want to pick it up because I know it's on Steam now. Isn't it? Uh, like... Original Bayonetta is, not Bayonetta 2. Like Bay- ah. This is the weird one where Bayonetta 1 is a fucking amazing game for what... It's a character action game, so you got to be into that type of game in the first place. Yeah. But it's awesome. And then somehow Bayonetta 2 is better than Bayonetta 1 on an inferior console kind of situation. And it's just like, how did you do this? How? Hmm. So you're, you're stuck wondering, what would happen if you made Bayonetta 2 or Bayonetta 3 on a, like, legitimately super powerful console? Mm-hmm. What would that be like? What could you do? How silky smooth would the animations be then? This is true. But you've never played Bayonetta, huh? Nope, never played it. That might be something we should fix at some point. <laughs> Between all the other stuff we have going on right now? Uh, that's probably a one-off kind of thing. That game's hard and a wee bit repetitive. But that might be worth looking into. Shifty eyes. <laughs> you have a marathon coming up. That'd actually be a really good marathon game. True. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I may have to consider it. It's good high adrenaline. Like either have to do that super early on, or like when you're cracked out on something because you need to be sharp for that game. 
You gotta catch <laughs> the missiles and throw them back. You can do that? Oh, you have no goddamn clue. That's not even like the tip of the Bayonetta iceberg. Really? You've got to be the best Star Fox games in Star Fox 64 as well. <laughs> yeah, I recommend Bayonetta on the PC. It's good. It, works, it runs good. I'll have to dive in then. It's got Bayo with long hair, not short hair Bayo. Hmm. I'm not sure which one I like more. It's Bayonetta, so I'm kind of impartial. But moving on from Sega being vague about doing stuff, we got a little bit of sad news. Uh, John Saigon, or Saigon, I can't pronounce, I apologize for butchering his name, noted voice actor of many video games, but most importantly, he was the voice of Solidus Snake in Metal Gear Solid 2. Why is this important? Because something Wicked Studios is doing a full playthrough of all the Metal Gear Solid games, and we recently dealt with that game, and he has died at the age of 63, which is a damn shame. Yes, it is. Rest in peace, John. Thank you for being the great, well, one of the great snakes. So. Yeah. Like, for reference, he was in a bunch of other stuff, like Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Toy Story 3, Wally. Uh, he's been all over the place, but probably his most iconic to weirdo gamers like us is Solid as Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on from that to more channel-related news, I suppose. Uh, Life is Strange, made famous by the um, Life is Strange, something we could studios playthrough at which Jim got pissed off at the linear nature of that style of game, mm -hmm. has sold over 3 million copies. For an episodic game, go them. Wow. Yeah. Good on them for that. 3 million copies, not bad. Yeah. I'm not sure if that means the entire series or individual episodes, but either way, power to them. Yeah, no, definitely. They've shifted gears in a weird way and are now building a um, vampire kind of action-looking game thing for their next title, so I I like Life is Strange a lot. I, it's, it's kind of also a weird hipster simulator, so yeah, go watch our videos. They're pretty good. It's... I, the ending's kind of bad, but if you played a Telltale game, you can imagine how the ending could be bad in that case, where it's like, do A or B, but I did all this other stuff. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Moving on from that, though, to our last piece of... Oh, uh, not second to last, sorry, before I let Alex loose on something. Uh, <laughs> the Witcher is getting a Netflix series. I saw that, and I'm concerned. Oh? Most video game to either TV or film adaptations fucking suck. You are aware that The Witcher was a book first, yes? So video game to TV show slash movie transitions suck. But if it was originally a book... Yes, it is so much of a book that the original author of them is pissed because um, the deal he struck with the with um, CD Projekt Red was he got paid up front and didn't get kind of a percentage of overall sales. And he's uh -huh. like, man, I fucking missed out. Mm. 
like so much so he's like, man, like the success of this game is hurting my book sales. Like, and the guy that wrote the Metro twenty thirty three book is like, fucking no, no one <laughs> knew about my book till the first game came out, and then people were all over my book. Shut up, you're wrong. <laughs> no one knew what the fuck The Witcher was until the first Witcher game came out, and people like me were like, man, I love this Witcher video game, but I wonder if there's any source material. Oh, there's some obscure Polish novels? I wonder what those are like. These are fucking amazing. Nice. The books are very kind of Games of Thrones, but with a harder kind of fantasy bend to them, and with Game of Thrones ending in the near future... It kind of makes sense someone's looking to fill that void, and this feels like a weirdly natural fit for that. No, it's... Uh, the Witcher franchise has some of my favorite kind of like, okay, here's the kind of generic fantasy stuff, and now let's make it fucking grim in some weird fucked up way and see if that uh -huh. works. Like, I... It's cool. Uh, no spoiler on this one because the book's been out forever and it's kind of a part of the book that's established early. Uh, and I think the video games cover it too. Uh, elves in that franchise are going to go extinct. There was this like oh. big, there was this big revolt that basically uh, elves live for thousands of years, but can only reproduce for like the first, like five hundred or something. And the 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 book makes reference multiple times to this kind of this big revolution that tried happening that basically ended in every kind of breeding age male elf being wiped the fuck out. Hmm. So it's like, no, no, you'll still live for like 2,000 years, but there are basically never going to be new elves. So it's kind of like a weird version of Lord of the Rings where all the elves are kind of just leaving kind of thing, but instead on here they're just going extinct. Yeah, well, it's one of these things where it's like, well, you could breed with humans, but then they're impure. Yeah, it's better than going extinct, though, right? <laughs> like, you're going to die as a people. But what if we... You're going to die. There aren't enough of you to save the species. Ever. <laughs> but, yeah. I, Netflix has done some okay stuff. They've done some not-so-okay stuff. I... In the post-Game of Thrones being the sensation it is, I'd like to think they're going to put the effort in and make the Witcher show good. And as someone who loves the Witcher but maybe didn't like the games that much, I'm super okay with more Witcher in a way I can just kind of watch and enjoy. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun to yeah. kind of just watch it and see what they do with it. I mean, they, they obviously would have a pretty good budget because it's Netflix. Yeah. The past couple of original shows they've released have been phenomenal. Like I know you guys shit on it, but Stranger Things came out really nice. Um, oh, no, the production quality of Stranger Things is fine. It's just a terrible show from a writing standpoint. Yeah. But, I mean, like... We'll see. We'll, 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 I'm, I'm holding judgment. I, I originally was like, okay, it's going to be a video game. Uh, you know, transition to film. It's going to suck. But after hearing all this new additional information, I'm willing to give it a shot and yeah. be patient. But, you know, I'm I'm hesitant because I've been hurt before, you know? Yeah, we all, we, we all have. We all remember Doom the movie. Yeah, you know? And we all know who Bull is, so... What, you mean the greatest director of all time? 
Yeah. Only he had the chops to make a Blood Rain movie that felt like playing its sequels. <laughs> yeah. But so our, our last piece of news that I forgot about because it's not a normal thing, I guess. Um, Overwatch, it's coming up on its one-year anniversary, yes? Yes, it is. Overwatch what one-year that anniversary. Mean? So they're in, in honor of the one-year anniversary, they're announcing a couple new maps. Um, looks like it. we don't know exactly what kind of the map setups are, but it is going to be something like uh, a smaller version of the of some like El Dorado and stuff like that. It's going to be more of a 3v3 map setup, which is right now we only have one 3v3 map in rotation, which is the Antarctica map. Yeah. So we're expecting to see stuff like that. They're also obviously giving away a bunch of other stuff as far as like in-game, I think. I think, because I know right now they're doing the promotion for the uh, for the like fourth week of Overwatch, or, or sorry, uh, Heroes of the Storm, and they're like giving away stuff there. But um, they're also giving out chests, I think skins, new voice pack stuff. Like, it's supposed to be a big update. Uh, this is my speculation, but they might actually drop a first hint as to Doomfist. I'm hoping somewhere in there. Okay. Because it is going to be new maps. And Blizzard loves to do their, like, their, what do you call it? Their ARGs. So I'm expecting to see some sort of Doomfist entry at some point in the near future. But, um,. Yeah, it's going to be kind of a big, nice thing to celebrate the one year of Overwatch. Yeah, I, so you've been playing that game pretty consistently for a year. Uh, what would you change about it, I guess, at this point? Uh, I didn't like the way the map for... Uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember. I think it was the map where you did capture the flag. It was just horribly executed. As far as a, as a game mode, so um, I'd like to see that change up. Um, I'm sure there'll be some class changes and whatnot at some point. Uh, they're bringing in Doomfist. Like, I haven't really been too picky about it. Maybe improving some of the matchmaking, but it's like, maybe it's because uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking in kind of thing. But I yeah. always kind of get paired with teams that don't like to team up kind of thing, which sucks, so. Well, that's the woeful cry of anyone playing pug games, so. Yeah. So, me and, uh, what's it? What was it? Oh, I lost a thought all of a sudden. Wow. I just had a thought escape me all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back to me. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Overwatch hype. It's definitely going to be fun. I know they're giving, I think they're also giving out 10 chests. Okay. But I think that's, that's part of the challenge they're doing right now with uh, Heroes of the Storm, which is related to that. I don't know if you heard about that. I, I know they constantly are doing cross-promotional shit. Yeah, so they're kind of doing that right now with, like, getting a new skin for D.Va and all that. So right now, 10 chests coming up soon. I'm sure that'll tie into the, you know, event or whatever. So new maps, new stuff, voice packs. And I'm speculating now, and you've heard it here first, uh, some sort of, like, first actual hint or clue as to a release date for Doomfist. I would love if they released more than one new character, I guess. Like, it's... I, as someone who has no interest in Overwatch now, I still find the new character stuff intriguing because the designs are fantastic. They, they look really cool. Oh, yeah. Like, Sombra, when she was being, like, speculated, she looks phenomenal. Yeah. I love Sombra's look. Her gameplay is kind of lackluster and a little disappointing for all the hype she went through. That's but, a bad ARG, though, too. Like, they kind of fucked up that unveiling pretty hard. 
Yeah. So, she's she's great on appearance, not so much on like performance and delivery as a character. On the other hand, you have characters like Anna, who came out as a later on character, and she hasn't left the meta since it fucking since she was introduced. Yeah, no, I, she was cool in my book. I'm like, what the hell is this character? It's yeah. a sniper that can heal. That's different. Mm-hmm. And has that nice little sleeper air bolt or sleeper dart. So somebody comes at you with an alt, you can just sleep them and walk away. So the ultimate cool camping. Like yeah. So yeah. Um. So I think those are the only newer characters that were released since the game came out was Sombra and the Mecha thing. Oh yeah, that's right, Orisa. Totally forgot about her because she's so new. Uh, I like Arissa. She's cool and all. She's kind of, it's kind of clanky where you can fit her into the meta, I think. But she's definitely fun. I mean, she's no Reinhardt and she's no, uh, you know, Diva or Roadhog. But she does bring stuff to the table, which is nice. Yeah. Like, she has a very nice little niche role and it works good. And that AoE damage boost for her ult is actually pretty fucking phenomenal. So, definitely good utility. Yeah. No, it's her design was cool, but then when I started reading about her, it was that doesn't sound as great as it could be. Doesn't mm. Reinhardt do this stuff better already? <laughs> oh, only character in that game I enjoy playing, Reinhardt. Reinhardt, did you see that uh, snippet from BlizzCon where they had the voice actor for Reinhardt walking with three other people dressed as Reinhardt? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. I like the voice actor for Reinhardt. He seems like a really cool guy. I just I, I just always love in games that are full of guns and sci-fi. It's like, and then there's this one dude in, like, power armor with a hammer. Okay, and he strapped a jet engine to his back. What? <laughs> he will fucking slide, tackle you to death, and then beat you with a hammer. And he's in a game that features, like, mechs and Gatling guns and teleportation. Yeah, oh, Super Future. So he's, like, akin to some dude, like, just assaulting trenches with a claymore. Yeah, that actually happened, by the way. Fucking badasses, all of them. <laughs> now, I always have a soft spot in video games that are like that, where it's like, okay, we got all this sci-fi stuff, and now we have dude with a lead pipe. Oh, that guy's a fucking badass, isn't he? Why? He doesn't need a gun to be terrifying. <laughs> it's like, imagine Reinhardt if he had a gun. That would just be unfair to Reinhardt. He couldn't savor the kill then. Mm. Yeah. Hmm? Reinhardt's cool. I like Reinhardt. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I also enjoy the fact that some of his armor sets were like, or some of his skins were like, mecha armor fucking medieval knight ass armor oh yeah no his skins have always been phenomenal like he's got a good solid arrangement of skins and he looks good in all of them to be honest yeah. with you no so. they, they all come down to personal preference Mm-hmm. well so we've avoided it long enough i suppose uh are you ready for our main topic destiny 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 Yes, so I, as I said earlier, we actually rearranged the day of recording this for a variety of reasons, but most of them were the fact that Bungie has done a live event of, hey, here's the here's Destiny 2, here's some new gameplay footage, 
And we're now going to be like every other YouTuber out there or podcast that focuses on Destiny and make wild-ass speculations and reactions to minimal information, but you know, what they showed off was super fucking cool, and what they confirmed was super fucking cool too, so, uh, all aboard the fucking hype train, we're leaving the station. Yep, no breaks, fuck them. Who needs breaks? Right? Ghost will revive us. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so, I. Uh, I have, I'm not sure how you watch this, so I watch the quote like official trailer before I watch the live stream, and this is how salty a Titan player I am. There's that like one like quick snippet of like some guy with purple void stuff going on, like just busting through shit, and he throws a disc or something, and I look at that and go, "Oh, look at that cool new hunter class!" And then when they reveal there was a, de a Titan thing, I'm like, "Oh, oh my." Yeah, that's a fucking Titan ability, or, or Titan, uh, yeah. You thing. made Defender offensive as well as defensive. I, Interesting there, Bungie. Interesting. I don't know if you noticed that, but they did that kind of across the board. Yeah. I. So here's the thing. All the other subclasses in the... All the other classes in the game were offensive, Titans had a bit of a weird, like, justifiable complaint that we were the only ones in that game with a straight, like, non-offensive super. Yeah. Well, and, well, I mean, you guys did get the hammer later on, which is really cool, but... Yeah, but when that game launched, one of our two subclasses was, hey, you don't have a lot of offensive abilities. Oh, okay. And your offensive stuff is weird and you don't have blink. And you'll never have Blink. Because Titans stare into the void forever. We're never blinking. Yeah. Well, they seem to have, like, kind of had that in mind. And they, they've dove in. They've dove in. <laughs> Literally. So Literally. And added, uh, basically, Void Energy Captain America. Yeah, that, that's, that's what's been described as. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with this. That looks... Like, the message I sent Jen was, I'm watching the Destiny thing, and and I now can bash it to death with a shield as a titan. And that's all I ever wanted from the Defender class. <laughs> so now I'm looking forward to all the XX Steve Rogers XX characters that are going to pop up on uh, Destiny 2. Mordak916 on PS4 will continue probably. Uh, it's We're getting way ahead of ourselves though to nitty gritty. I just wanted to bring that up because going into everything, I'm like, how have they got to fuck Titans this time? What don't we get that's cool? And they showed that and I'm like, oh, they listened. Yeah. And then like you saw what they did for, uh, for Warlocks. They gave us the shield bubble now. No, I don't think they did. That's Warlocks. They did. No. Yes, they did. Uh, if you watch... Okay, in the game gameplay trailer, you know yeah. that, that bubble that... Um, in the wall thing? No, the purple void bubble thing. That's on a Titan. I know it's not a Titan. I said Warlocks. No, that's on a Titan. That's his shield thing. Yeah, but Warlocks get something similar to that now. Huh, that's... I did not pick up on that. Yeah, during if you watch the gameplay trailer where they show you the uh, the homecoming scenario... Which is, by the way, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, it's basically the first mission yeah. in Destiny 2. Um, yeah, you see gameplay for, like, a Voidwalker. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, not Voidwalker. You see gameplay for uh, uh, Warlock. Sunsinger, 
uh, Defender and uh, Blade Dancer, I believe, would be the existing comparisons to make. Yeah. So um, you see, you actually get to see them use uh, the, 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 the Void Shield. I I'm calling it a Void Shield. But yeah, it's like a dome of purple energy similar to the Titan Shield. And yeah, you're. it looks like either reduced damage or immune to damage, so to speak. I think it's going to be reduced damage oh, because you're actually uh, able to shoot out of it. No, that's Fire Shield. No, no, it was purple. I saw what you're talking about. I don't think that's... So the melee for the existing Warlock Sunsinger class can give you an overshield. And it no. kind of looked like that. No, it, it looked purple. Like I think, I'm guessing it's a void thing for that one. Uh, um, I'll have to go double check on this. I don't doubt the shield thing happened. Because I remember seeing some like distortion around the character model. But it looked kind of like the fire, the, uh, the fire shield yeah. thing. I don't know. I'll let's back way the fuck up though, and let's start. The, let's start at the top of the press conference. I, you start off with that fucking just badass movie of Zavala, basically founding the tower and shit like that. Where like yeah, like holy was, shit. Yeah, it was really cool to see it come together, and then now like I guess as far as the storyline goes, it's getting stripped away from him. Yeah, like so. it's. I, I, that that little thing was full of so many cool moments, like down to, like, hey, it's Zavala as like a in, in like level zero Titan gear, getting his ass kicked by Fallen, like we all did. Man, Zavala was just like us at one point, and they showed like canonically the progression. Like again, uh, you didn't play it enough to really get into the whole weird lore of the revive system is super like canon and built into how that world functions. Where it's uh -huh. like, no, you die, you revive. That's what it means yeah. to be a guardian. Mm -hmm. Like I thought that shit was super cool, but then the moment where they get attacked and it's like. Zavala fucking bubbles up to tank a spaceship attack. It's like, shit. Mm-hmm. That, that's fucking badass, man. I, yeah. I now want that for the other two Vanguard leaders, but I'm kind of glad they started with Zavala, where it's like, hey, he's got the least personality. End of that, end of that stuff. Man, Zavala's a fucking badass. Right? They gave him such a personality just from that, like, opener sequence. Yeah. Huh? No, and it works. It works so well. Like, it's weird. We got more kind of world and story stuff in a opener for a press conference than we did in three years of Destiny in some ways. Yeah. But, yeah, that that, that was pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I love and that Shaq shows up. Like, for he just punches some dude. I'm like, fucking yeah, Shaqs! <laughs> I love you, Shaqs. Yeah, it, it looks it, it, that opening sequence was pretty legit, and then they like uh, it feeds right into that homecoming demo, I guess, so to speak. Well, so I um, mean, Zach Smith take the stage, and I I'm gonna suck on this riding Destiny, uh, Bungie and Destiny's dick for a little bit during all this. Like, I I've not always liked Luke Smith talking about Destiny. Occasionally, I've had some issues with how he chooses to talk about it, but he occasionally demonstrates a fantastic level of awareness of the destiny community and uh -huh. like that's what his whole thing was where it's like yeah we're gonna make fun of all of the we're gonna we're gonna make fun of the reddit stuff i'm like okay you guys are like, it's always nice when a game developer acknowledges like we are aware a lot of people out there care about this game 
Mm-hmm. We're going to now cite some of the places we know you guys get together and bitch us the fuck out. We've read them. We're aware of what you say about us. They can be kind of mean occasionally, but we get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and then I kind of to, to lead into it. Then you had the homecoming mission playthrough. I guess that can't be the full mission. There's got to be more. No, it's not. It, they said it was part of it. They yeah. said it was part of it. We're like again, more stuff happens in that mission than the majority of Destiny three year, the first three years happen. Like you get on a ship and you're hanging out. Like there's people around that are NPCs. Like Zavala's busting shit up. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Uh, uh, so did you have the whole uh, what the fuck moment when the guy swapped from an auto rifle to a pulse rifle? Uh, you know I haven't played that long, so I'm not too. I like, it didn't strike like stand out to me, but I know they changed the equipment system as well. Yeah, so like, I, I got overhauled completely. That's gonna be my segue into that. So I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, okay, they're playing with an assault rifle because whatever. What the fuck's a secondary weapon? Like I, I don't recognize that. Like swaps weapons to a goddamn pulse rifle. I'm like, what the fuck did just happen? I'm like, I don't know what happened, but I I need answers right the fuck now. And then later on, he busts out that like pulse cannon thing and i'm sitting there oh going, yeah <laughs> oh they did the thing i've always wanted them to do which was like hey your secondary and your primary are now kind of interchangeable we'll give you a reason as to how they're interchangeable why you might want one over the other and we now have a fuck ton of new heavy weapons like they should off a grenade launcher a gatling gun thing the normal lmg a rocket launcher or two like it was just like Wow, you guys added stuff like that that grenade launcher thing they had. I'm like, yeah. Did they add that finally? I'm like, yes, they did. They did. And then I don't know if you noticed, but they also are taking submachine guns and the handguns and putting them in the standard weapons list. They're yeah. no longer like heavy special weapons. Anymore. I think shotguns and um, sniper rifles may also qualify for that now, too. I don't think so. I think there's still special ammo or whatever. Well, so the new the breakdown for this let's just expel it out right now is the new way it works is I was just looking at this why did I scroll away from it um, you have three slots and it's fuck where the fuck did it go it's kinetic energy and power and at least looking at the photos I'm looking at. You might be right. I swear I see a shotgun in the kinetic slot, though. Hmm. Or at least you, uh, you can definitely put sidearms up there now. And uh, so uh, based on kind of what they said and what I'm just extrapolating based off of this, the idea behind your special weapon, your secondary, was it was supposed to be your elemental breaker. Like, the game has three elements that you're trying to match shields and stuff like that. So now oh. it's like, hey... You want a fire pulse rifle? Equip a fire pulse rifle. It goes in your elemental slot. And that means you can now put, like, whatever. Like It's like, okay, you have this really good elemental gun. Cool. We're not going to let you have all elemental stuff, so, like, your primary gun's still going to be your primary. But they've now opened it up to a bunch of other stuff where it's like, hey, we're putting weird stuff in. Mm. Yeah. It'd be cool if they made shotguns a potential primary. That'd make me crazy happy. (laughs) 
I also wouldn't object to like a um, power shotgun either, but that's beyond the point. Yeah. No, but so they've opened it up so you now could have like two two different scout rifles equipped. One as your primary and or one as your kinetic, and one as your elemental, and then you could have just some ridiculous power weapon. Like a the, the, the scroll way back to Destiny Alpha, there was a point in time where the uh, hand cannon was a secondary weapon. Uh-huh. That was actually the beta, I think. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, and I didn't play that early on. Remember, I'm uh, what is what is my name? Apparently, um, you're a taken tot technically. There you go. So that's me. <laughs> yep. So I'm actually looking at a screenshot of the inventory page, and yeah. the ghosts are back. It looks like um, it looks like artifacts may be back, but at the character's level of twenty, they appear to be locked or. I don't know, there's something in the artifact slot that should, in theory, be there. Mm-hmm. That might be the class item now. They've, it, the menu looks shockingly or not so shockingly a hell of a lot like Destiny 1. But so, a big thing no one's talked about, as best I can tell, when they scroll over the weapons, there's something marked Weapon Mod. Oh, yeah! Hmm. And there's some other stuff, like it's got call like a... a it appears the normal stats are back, but there appears to be classifications maybe for the guns. Like, there's precision, aggressive, and adaptive. And it reads off to, like, uh, good stability, all that stuff. Like, it seems to be just little... Maybe it's modes for the gun or something? I don't know. Like, the, this is more intriguing in many ways for me because it's not just a, like, little blip you'd fill in with experience. It's very obviously a, like, extra thing. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, it's... I guess that's worth talking about quickly. Like, it is weird how much this game looks like Destiny. Like just a better-looking version of Destiny. Just oh, a, no, it, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's... it. It's So, Iron Banner... Uh, stuff that happened in Iron Banner at the end... Not Iron Banner, um, Rise of Iron was when they ditched the last uh, the post-gen console stuff. And that looked a lot better than the previous Destiny stuff did. And then, like, this is just like, holy shit, did you like Destiny? Yeah, we're changing very little. And look how awesome it looks now. Hmm. And it appears you will have your, all the stuff is back. You'll have your melee, you'll have your grenade. There's a third option now, though, for your power. You have your super, obviously. There's a weird drop move someone pulled at one point. Maybe that's the fine. Maybe that's the fourth one they added, which would be kind of cool. Like there was a section where the warlock like straight dropped directly down at one point, just really rapidly. Then I'm like, hey, what the fuck was that? Oh yeah, the the sun uh, the sun singer, whatever they call him. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was like a they do that as part of the sword thing. No, no, it wasn't part of the sword thing. Like he, he jumped up, it went to third person, and it like just beelined him, like, butt-stomp style down to the ground. Oh, yeah, 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 And he yeah, had, like, yeah. the weird wispy stuff around him for two seconds, and it went back to normal. I, it's... Closer uh, to the end of the, the gameplay video? Yeah. Okay. And I, li- I initially thought it was just kind of like a transition effect or something, but now that I'm looking more at this, it was, like, kind of a weird little... Maybe it's a jump modifier or something? Like, that could be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And it would fit with that game's combat, like having the ability you could pop out of the air to slam down to the ground or do something. 
know. I mean, it, it it's too early to tell, but it yes. did look pretty like I don't know. It, it it um, I was wondering if it was part of the ability itself, but I think that's definitely related to the Sunsinger. I think, but no, it, uh, yeah, it's the there's a fourth blip on the toolbar now for something. I just have no fucking clue what it might be. Oh, yeah, on, wait, on the UI, hold on. So if you if, look at one of the UI things where they have their gun out and stuff, at the bottom left you'll have, like, I'm assuming it's the super icon, melee, grenade, and then there's a third and there's a third one on that bar. Huh. That might be that secondary ability I was talking about, because yeah. I don't know if you saw, there was at one point in the video where uh, one of the guys dropped a, a glowing circle on the ground, and he stood in it. But he also had other abilities, I believe. It may have so been that, yeah. It's I, I think they have two abilities now, like two super abilities, so to speak. I don't think so. I, I think it's one. I maybe. think it's one offensive, one defensive. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. Because it seems like the um. So let's let's talk about the crazy. So you, know, you got titans now that can actually move while shielding stuff, and it uh -huh. looks like they've just been turned into like the subclass of the artifact from the uh, God. What's it called? Um. Wow, I'm blanking on the name. Vault of Glass, where it's like, okay, you can shield, but you can also just straight slam shit. Mm -hmm. And go Captain America shit on anything you want. I, it's weird. Like the uh, the Warlock one, you summoned a sword, which my reaction was, I when I pre-ordered this game, I got a sword as a pre-order bonus. So swords are back. Is it possible that like your equipment gets modified? Your super gets modified based on what maybe you have equipped or something? I don't know about that. No, I, I, I'm i with you on that one. Like, it seems like a bit of a stretch, especially because the... What was the classes are called? Um, we should have organized better for this. Duh. I should have taken more notes, but I didn't get a chance to really. Yeah. Like, it had a specific name, like, Dawn, like Dawnbreaker or something. Oh, Warlock's Dawnblade, yeah, so. Yeah, it's Titan Sentinel, which gets the um, Captain America shield, and Hunters or Arc Striders, which means they get an electrical beat stick, which, that was the one where I'm like, hey, it's Blade Dancer, and that's about it, cool. That's back, I guess. But at the same time, you had Sentinel wrecking shit with the dive move, so I'm like, ha-ha! Now everyone has a version of Blade Dancer. Yeah. Although that fucking traveling around with the boa staff just fucking shit up looks pretty legit. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, well, that's, that's Blade Dancer at that point, too, where it's like, hey, I got a samurai sword for two seconds made of lightning. Yeah. No, he was like, holy shit. Just like, what was it, um... Like he was, it, it, the animation for it was really clean. Yeah, like it was very, very like, very good looking. I have to say. Yeah, no, like it, it's, that's the thing. Like it, it, a comment could be made. This is like Destiny one point five, which I don't feel is a totally inaccurate reaction in some ways, but it also kind of feels like maybe this is the version of Destiny we were promised. Like I, I I've probably made some jokes even to a Destiny one was actually the giant public open beta. Mm. And this kind of feels like that. Like, some of the stuff they're implementing, like, you can go to any activity from anywhere. You no longer have to go to orbit to go do stuff. I, 
they're adding like you, you meet characters apparently they've they've said like yeah you meet people there's npcs on screen that do shit like it's it felt like a more cohesive mmo-ish experience than they ever really managed to convey with destiny one like and they're busy and they're actively pushing this whole thing of like yeah patrols have stuff they have dungeons you have to go on patrol to find called lost sectors like there there's stuff to do Mm-hmm. And like we're we're starting off with four planets. Apparently, we have we got Earth. What's it? A moon or something? Yeah, Earth. We have Titan, which is I believe uh, one of Saturn's moons. Yep. Earth, Titan. Uh, Nebus, I think, or something like that, which is where um, the hunter with the really funny attitude. Yeah. And then, of course, Io. I, so, I don't know if you noticed when they were doing the trailer on this and they talked about the planets. It looks like each planet represents or is going to be a big factor for each of the classes. So, yeah. Titan is going to be the big, like, what do you call it? Um, it's the big, uh, uh, the well, Titan. Isn't, isn't that the name of the subclass? Yeah. Or it's, yeah. Like, it's a class, yeah. Yeah. So, the class no, is going to be called Titan. So that, No, and they talked about how, like, each of the three Vanguard leaders has retreated back to one of those three planets like that where it's like yeah it's their meditative spot like it's the one's important to warlocks one's important to Cade and one's important to Zavala yeah so uh Cade I believe is in he's on Nessus which is like a sub planetoid or something like that and then Io is another moon and I know that's the big warlock one so I'm a little concerned that we're only getting four planets, but it also kind of seems, and maybe I'm putting words in their mouth, like they, they seem to kind of weirdly imply, hey, we'll be adding more of these. Hmm. I'm sure they will. Yeah, and it's like, it, it seems like, again, we didn't really see much of this stuff, but it seems like the world's going to be, hey, these planets are actually kind of planet-ish. There's stuff you want to go do. There's lots of stuff on them to go see, et cetera, et cetera. Like, maybe the DLC winds up being, hey, new DLC, new planet. Mm. Which would be kind of cool. Like, it, it seems we're starting off Earth with just uh, the, the European, uh, uh, what's it called, the European Dead Zone, which was referenced in a bunch of the multiplayer maps in Destiny 1. I hope we get more parts of Earth. Like, I still really want to go to New York City. Hmm. Or like L.A. or something, like a, a, a very iconic, big, sprawling metropolis. Like there's some cool stuff in the game you could do lore-wise and just kind of look-wise. Yeah, I. so probably the biggest thing they're adding, though, which I, I found it funny how hard they work to avoid saying a certain phrase... Was that they've added matchmaking to the game essentially, like across the yeah. board? What do they call it? Guided group. Or something so they call it? basically, the way it works is they're bringing clans into Destiny officially. Like you can access and manage your clans some from directly inside of Destiny, as opposed to it kind of being there as an extra roster list. Like they, they, that may be their words exactly that was in game previously. Like. And, like, it, it makes your matchmaking easier. You can pull your guild. You can kind of set up games via your clan, which is great if you're part of a big clan and those clan bonuses and clan standards and all that shit. So, yeah. And if you're a solo player, what you can do is you can essentially, like, 
it's called a guided game or something, but basically it's you get match made. You're going to be the filler clans used to fill out a team. Yeah. Saw that. That looks pretty exciting, actually. Yeah, it's... As someone who got really into using the um, the 100 service that was offered via an independent site, I, it's mm-hmm. th- this is a step in the right direction. It's not far enough. I, it's I don't know. Like if we have it, we have the Wicked Few. We have a small Destiny clan that never really took off. Like we didn't push it that hard either. I I want to know how small clans are going to work in this because there's obviously some real like. Can I be part of multiple clans finally? I don't think they'll add that. I don't I mean, think so either. And I, it's like I, I play like I had clans I played with that were small, like eight, ten people tops, and maybe the argument is like, oh, you should find a bigger clan then. I don't know. I like the fact that I'm part of the Something Wicked Studios official clan. It's it's my clan for lack of a better phrase. And maybe I should get over it and just deal. But I, I don't know, like it's I think you should have belonged maybe to like maybe two clans, like your personal one and then your larger, bigger clan or something. Because, yeah, I, it, I don't know. Like it feels like it's the it's a half step to just straight matchmaking, and they're like to the point of never even saying matchmaking. They seem to be really avoiding that topic in almost comical fashion. Oh, it's not matching matchmaking. It's a guided game. Totally different. Guided game, eh? You get to look at that clan's, like, banner and phrasing and all that stuff to see what you think. And then you can choose to join them. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that'll work. That was my reaction, too, was to snort at it and go, huh... I guess that leaves one big last question. I obviously the PC version is going to be superior. It runs at sixty frames a second. It's uncapped and like they're not just going kind of into PC. They're going hard into PC, like so hard. Mm-hmm. What's the launcher they're using, Alex? Oh, that's right. Little unknown as the Blizzard launcher. Yeah. So I, I, a lot of people were shocked by this. I'm not because you know who owns Blizzard? A little company known as uh, Activision? Yeah, the the guys that are publishing this game. It makes a little bit too much sense. They're like, hey, um, we already have this digital platform. Let's just use that. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And the application is pretty lightweight and all that. And they don't have to cut any of their profits from... Uh, their game to Steam. Yeah, it's... Didn't Blizzard talk about how they're kind of transitioning Battle.net, or what's it called, this Battle... Battle Launcher to kind of a, like a platform as opposed to just kind of Blizzard-centric shit? No, but elaborate. I thought that was announced at some point where... What's the right word for it? Like, it, it was very much a... Like, hey, we're... we're new stuff will be coming. Like part of the debranding of Battle.net was we're now making it for... It's, it's a service. It's a place you, like, have games as opposed to just Blizzard stuff. So this actually may be kind of Activision pushing their own Steam all of a sudden. 
don't know. Yeah, it's, it's um, hmm. I don't know. I'm still torn. Like, I, it's weird. I was really excited. Like, okay, it's coming to PC. That's awesome. Can I transfer my character back and forth from PlayStation 4 to PC? That's all I care about knowing at this point. I'm almost positive now the answer is no because Battle.net, but... Didn't they say across the board that it wasn't happening? It's never been fully announced, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's happening at all. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to make a choice eventually. I... Yeah, it's it, the concept of playing that game on a not console controller is weird to me, and I know like if I'm playing on a not console controller, I will get if I'm playing on a controller, I will get wrecked in multiplayer in that game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's it looks pretty. Sixty <laughs> frames a second's pretty cool. Uh yeah, unlocked frame rate. Yep. Yeah. Which is good shit. Now I'm reading something now where it's apparently they're talking about how it's like it's it's pretty well optimized apparently. Mm-hmm. It's Maybe a, they smartened up. It apparently the... ran quite well. But yeah, it's I got. Uh, is it time to make some wild guesses as is uh, Destiny coverage tradition? Sure. Um, I think there are new melee weapons in this game because I want new melee weapons in this game. Potentially, you might be able to have a melee weapon for, like, your secondary because it's not going to be as destructive as, like, a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher, but I don't know. I think the swords are confirmed, but I would love to see, like, hammers and axes. It's all I've wanted from that since they added swords. Like, okay, cool. I got my sword. Give me an axe now. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it would be cool to see if they actually add all that stuff. Um, like I said, I, I know they've talked about some of the weapons they're adding, but I don't think I saw anything about axes. Obviously, swords will be there. But. Yeah. Oh, this is not the time for informed accusations, my friend. This is the time for, like, YouTube crazy person coverage of, like, hey, they showed a split second of this, so that means it's in the game. Oh, we're going crazy. We're going crazy. Um, every class has a offensive and defensive ability related to their subclass. For every subclass, yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually seems mildly plausible, so... <laughs> um, well, I live on the edge, definitely, I see. You, can, you still cannot pilot your ship directly. It's purely cosmetic. Didn't they say that you won't even need to go to orbit anymore to do some yes. of this stuff? Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, they showed drivable tanks, like a, like a Guardian tank, though, not like a stolen tank thing. There are two, play- there are two um, person vehicles, at least, that you can now summon instead of your Sparrow. That is something I would love to see. Obviously, sparrows are back. Yeah, no, clearly that's the the most obvious thing. There will be a fourth subclass they have not revealed yet. Ooh, I like that one. 
I like it. Hmm. There will be a class that actually doesn't have any special powers. It's just the regular soldier class. But he's just extraordinary soldier. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Less likely, I think, but... But, yeah. I don't know. It's it's too early to call, even with our crazy theories. I'm kind of drawing some blanks. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's I, it's weird. Like it's um, this game chose to like super heavy emphasize Cabal are ba- are the bad guys. Uh, the Hive briefly showed up. The, uh, the Vex briefly showed up. The Fallen really didn't show up at all, except for the kind of stuff with Zavala. So. I don't know. I'm really hoping that like all the guys get their screen time because I love the four enemy factions. I wouldn't object to a fifth enemy faction. That's not the Taken, but I don't know. Um, yeah. The first raid will have a jumping puzzle. There you go. Because all of them do. Do they? Not so. I guess Crota's End doesn't have that a jumping puzzle. Well, it does, but not a real jumping puzzle. No, no, not really. Um. Well, yeah, I think that's yeah. uh, everything we can cover as far as Destiny Two wild accusations. What yes. we know. Oh, and of course, September eighth release date. Yes, September eighth release date. Allegedly, they have, like, home builds of it going on, so I actually think they'll make that, so not crazy accusation there. Mm -hmm. And then there's supposed to be a beta soon if you pre-order. Yes, happening this summer. I am looking forward to covering that and playing that. So am I. And then, of course, last thing I'll ask, and I think you kind of touched on it briefly. So have you decided what version you're going to go with? PC, Xbox, PS4? I have the... uh, Definitely not Xbox. Um, I have the PS4 version and the PC version... Both on pre-order. So uh, the reality is, I've bought the I've, I've bought the digital collector's edition for the PS4 via PSN, which means I'm not getting that money back no matter what I do. Okay. And I have the kind of digital. I missed out pre-ordering any of the really cool collector's editions, so I have the digital collector's the digital deluxe edition or whatever it's called for PC. Also ordered on Amazon. I don't know which way I'm going yet. Like it's. On one hand, I have no loot carrying over from my PS4, so I shouldn't have loyalty, and my PC is pretty bitchin'. At the same time, I don't particularly like competitive multiplayer games for shooters on PC because it gets a little too twitchy for me even. Uh-huh. So I I don't know. It's I love the PS4 Destiny community, and I'm having a hard time leaving it. It's... Again, like they're they're kind of pushing this whole destiny is best on the PlayStation thing, where that that's what they that's what they're playing them at the event on and all that funness. So I don't know. I it's why I keep going back to hey, if you if, I don't care about PlayStation Four to Xbox One compatibility, I really don't because that one makes a lot of sense, but. PC to PS4 and X-Bone compatibility. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying let me play against those people. Just let me transfer my goddamn character back and forth. 
for the love of God, please let me do that. That feels like something that maybe really should be done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, between the consoles, sure, but there is a definite disadvantage for console users going up against PC. Well, I, I think that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like Overwatch, where you will never have PC versus console. But as someone who, like, has friends that play on both console and PC, a lot of stuff, like, you're, I'm assuming you're getting the PC version. Oh, uh, yeah, no, of course, without a shadow of a doubt, PC version all the way. Yeah, it's, I don't know, like, it's one of these things where kind of, like, it's, I have friends that play Destiny on PlayStation 4, like, I, I have a friend group that will be happy to have me back for that. At the same time, the PC version will run better. I'm just going to kind of grind out and do solo shit by myself. It looking extra pretty would be cool. But they've already said PlayStation 4 is getting some exclusive stuff earlier than the other versions are, so I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I... Crazy YouTuber and Twitch streamer people often run multiple accounts, and again... I. Just make a second transfer my character back and forth between PC and PS4. Like, what'll wind up happening is I'll probably have, like, either the same characters on both or, like, hey, I play a Hunter on PC and a Titan on PS4 or something. I don't know. I, I, the idea of playing this game without it being a controller is weird enough for me as it is. Because mm. that's, like, it's such a controller-centric game. It uses all of the controllers so well. Yeah, I, I genuinely do not know as of right now. Yeah. And, I, and I am super conflicted. Well, we'll see. I mean, you still have some ways to go with it, but I'm really hoping they do add that ability to go between them. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah. I don't see it happening, unfortunately. I Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We will absolutely see. Mm -hmm. I think it would be a... I think it would be a very good move on their part. And maybe it's something maybe that's the kind of announcement you save for E three or something. Because Yeah, I just don't know. it's Yeah. Indeed. Indubitably. Yeah. That does it for our post destiny rambling, I suppose. Cool. Maybe PC will get Jeff to play it. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. So what's next on our list of agenda? Well, we our... have no viewer mail and no emails of any kind this week. I I was kind of half expecting the realist of Kevin Smith to write in calling you out for backing down, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll see in the upcoming weeks. Yes. If someone wanted to send us an email, though, Alex, how would they go about doing that? Uh, so, Jeff, tell us what they would do. When, uh, you would, uh, grab a pigeon, and the pigeon would go ahead and send out a signal to Charlie, and he would pick it up from his apartment, much like the Batman, and then he would go out and grab the mail from the mailbox. Otherwise, you could also write us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's Why, that again, you, Alex? Jeff. Oh, it's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Jeff, you sound weird this week. I, I'm a little stuffy. I, uh, you know... You know, I was on a road trip and I got sick. It happens. Came in for the last part of the podcast, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. You're... Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yes. I don't know Jeff that well to throw that out there. Yes. I'm trying to work with what I have, and what I have <laughs> is not much. But, yes, uh, we can reach that wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spelled yep. as it sounds, down in show notes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We can also be found at somethingwickedstudios.net on the YouTube under Something Wicked Studios. There's a Twitter and Instagram that get used less, too. There's a Facebook, all that jazz. We're social like that, where you can find us and bother us. If you can find the subreddit, go for it. I haven't posted anything in there in a very long time. <laughs> and no one ever goes there, but yeah. Good uh, times. That does it for this week's podcast. Um, like I mentioned at the top of this, it's not totally clear what will happen next week because I will be on the road. We may do something with that. I have the technology. I'm not sure I have the... Um, What's the right word for it? Motivation to make that happen, though, because it's a bit of a pain in the ass. It may be just the Jeff and Alex show next week. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. That'd be interesting. <laughs> you want to talk about MOBAs? I want to talk about MOBAs. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. That does it for this week, though. Anything you want to pimp or talk about before we get out of here? Uh, my rescheduled event is actually going to be taking place, um, the, I think I mentioned it briefly, but, um, May 27th, instead of the original one, which is planned on the 13th, because I totally forgot that that weekend was leading up to Mother's Day, because I'm a terrible son. So, I ended up spending, uh, Mother's Day with mothers, of course, and, uh, so... That would have cut into the stream time, and it would have been cut short, and I wouldn't be able to go see them. So instead, I chose to pull a lateral and canceled it. Uh, so it's now on the 27th. Okay. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. and we're, we're recruiting for my new soon-to-come Destiny 2 clan. Uh, every rose has its Hawthorne. The Wicked Few will return for Destiny <laughs> 2. There you go. Yeah, you can find us on Destiny 2, uh, or Destiny 1 for the time being, Destiny 2 as an additionally. We have a clan. Go sign up or something. Uh, it's it's like eight people, tops. Yeah, pretty much. You get a, cute, you get a cool little signifier that says Few at the end of your name. It makes you feel cool. Real cool. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> But that about does it. Uh, content will continue as normal. Uh, Secret World, is take, as you may have noticed, took a week off because those are a pain to edit. But while I'm on the road, I'll have lots of time to edit stuff. I also apologize for the um, Jade Empire upload takedown thing. I caught something dumb after it went up, and yeah. There were going to be two episode 19s. That can't be allowed. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that, in all honesty. I'm really a lot better at that. It's been a weird week of that stuff happening. But, yeah, that about does it for this week. Uh, you want to take us out, Alex? Sure. Uh, cue the metal. Cue the metal.